Hey everyone, I'm Alexa Golden. And I'm Haley Piper. And, and together, together we, we are the Gossip, Gossip and Gratitude Podcast. Podcast. Tune in each week to get a taste of what life's really like in your 20s. We'll be bringing you all the relatable gossip from getting dumped to landing that first job after college. So sit back, grab some wine, and let's spill some tea. Hey guys. Hi guys. Welcome, Welcome back to our channel. Back. <laughs> I'm really sad because this is probably one of the last days we'll get to record outside. Yeah, and it's so nice. Like in my car said it was 27 degrees. That's crazy. That's fucked, hey? You never know. Sometimes there's a rogue hot day yeah. in the fall. True, so. true. Maybe there'll be another one. It's like that weird time of year though where like the air is crisp, but then you like wear a long sleeve, but then you're sweaty as fuck. Yeah. You weren't ready, I you know? know? You need to wear layers. You gotta yeah. layer up and then That's true. peel them off. That's true. But now I'm like committing to like no shorts. Like, you know, I feel like right now <laughs> I just feel like something switches and then I'm just like, yeah, I can't I cannot bear any limbs anymore. You know, it's no, weird. That's fair. this is probably the last day I'll wear shorts. Yeah, that's fair. I was wearing pants, but then I, I'm wearing a sweatshirt. So it balances. Yeah. Out. Got to balance. Yeah. I was actually thinking about self tanner today. Yeah. I put some like face tanner on. I was like, Ooh. I need to keep. Who are you seeing? I dyed my, okay. I dyed my hair dark. Everyone. I'll debut it maybe on Instagram sometime. Yeah. Maybe this week. Yeah. Um, because I was like, it's fall. You know what? It's oh, time. I just saw TikTok about that today where guys were like, the, the bitches are dying. They're dark. Uh oh, it's fall. <laughs> it's fall. <laughs> I was like, I need to match my dog. Oh. Her hair is black. So I was like, yep. I need to go go black um, Fair. <laughs> mostly because yeah i need to aesthetically match crazy. my dog yeah and so i was like i need to keep up with some facial self-tanner because otherwise yeah. i'm gonna look like super pale because the dark mean, hair yeah. washes you out yeah so man that's what gerald told me too i just like don't want to believe that yeah i just put a little bit of face tanner on i yeah. feel like it helps yeah and when you have your i feel like when your hair is dark uh -huh. when you're not wearing makeup you kind of look not Dead, good deceased. but when you wear makeup you look really good yeah like better Fuck. than with light hair so it's, it's gonna go dark yeah. yeah just do it i just did it yesterday <laughs> morning i was like i'm gonna do this <laughs> and it looks good you did a good job thanks even though it looked like a ratchet salon but you there know there was literally hair dye splattered like on the walls no no i had to use nail polish remover and like scrub the walls and i was like after you're just no. redone bathroom <laughs> no not that bathroom okay, okay i would not have done it in my white bathroom okay okay it, it was in the other bathroom but it was still all over the walls and oh, i was like fuck Oh so, my god. Yeah. That always happens. My yeah. mom always asks me that. She's like, why is there purple shampoo all over your bathroom? Mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what happens in there. Frig. Okay. Today's going to be a wild ride for you all. So buckle up. Yeah. But first, what do you think? I mean, grateful for Lex. Whoa. Uh oh. We can uh -oh. say thankful now because it's fall time. That's almost, true. So it's Only, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Thankful. Okay. okay. I like it. Um, Thankful thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> like t-h-o-t-s oh my god uh, but also thankful thoughts like t-h-o-u-g-s yes we get it <laughs> <laughs> thank you for clarifying uh, that nobody i'm just gonna copyright that right now so no one else can use that <laughs> okay. what are you grateful for Lex? <laughs> what am i grateful for well i have nothing prepared oh that's okay um so i'm gonna say that i am grateful for <laughs> you, the kong filled with peanut butter actually that's such a good one thank you, know. you for that you're welcome. honestly you guys if you've got a puppy or a dog in general mm -hmm. get or a boyfriend <laughs> yeah or a boyfriend and get a kong toy because you fill them up with some food i've just been using peanut butter but i've seen people like for recipes on pinterest yeah. that you can do Pumpkin? that are dog safe yeah uh -huh. and you can put them in there and you, the dog has to try and get the stuff out and it occupies her mm -hmm. when she's being a brat i'm like just take your fucking kong and yeah. leave me alone yeah. and it's the best yeah you can even freeze it for longer yeah, fun. Then it takes it 
them longer right yeah. To get it out. yeah yeah no it's such a good thing i feel like she's gone yeah she was <laughs> she playing never calling anymore she's, she's over it now she she's went like, inside bye. she's like no that's funny that's a good one lex um okay i'm gonna go soft because i feel like i haven't said anything soft in a while but i'm grateful for girl talks just like girl chats you know just like a good vent good yep. like is this how you feel in life too kind of situation you know like just getting it all out there feeling a thousand pounds lighter after you just get all off your chest and you know realize that the next basic bitch right beside you is the exact same and i don't know just feels good feels good you know mm-hmm. so that's everyone's my. suffering <laughs> everyone misery loves company <laughs> frig but yeah, no, I feel yeah, guys. Let me prep you because this was like last Wednesday. Lex, well, actually, no, I need to start this story off. Lex texted me. She got she was on a family camping trip and she texted me being like, "The most fucked thing happened." And I said, "What could be that fucked that happens on a family camping trip?" Like <laughs> I was thinking like, I don't know, somebody got a dart in their leg or like maybe somebody cut their toe off with an axe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't prepared for what I was about to I was her. not ready. So I was like, you know what, Lex? This is time for a story time because this is the most... I just think the story needs to be heard. It's just absurd. So I'll let you get into it. Also, okay. Lex is a good storyteller, so well, it thanks. enthralls me. My dad and my brother say that I'm a, to- a terrible storyteller. Really? Because I taste too much detail and they want me no. to just get to the point. But I love I the detail. picture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, everyone. So... Should I do both nights or just the crazy night? Well, do do both, but but make the first night a bit shorter. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, so we get there Friday and everyone else has got there earlier. So my dad and my uncle are like friggin' half cut already, like having some drinks. Yeah. And the night commences and Sean decides like, oh, I need to catch up. So Sean's taking back the whiskeys and water, which is disgusting. Yeah. And drinking all the beers. So and old man And we end up staying up later than everybody else. So I take the puppy to bed because we took her. Yeah. And my mom and auntie and my cousin and my brother, we all go to bed. So then it's like maybe 1.30 in the morning or so and Sean comes into the tent yeah. and he's so drunk and he's like shining his flashlight in my eyes and trying to <laughs> talk to me and like tell me things. And I'm like, Sean, shut the hell up. Like, yeah. Just go to sleep. Yeah. So not, I'm not into his shit at yeah. all. And so then he's trying to go to sleep and then... <laughs> he starts getting up out of the tent and i was like where are you going and he's like i have to go pee and i was like do you have to puke and he's like i don't know maybe so he goes (laughs) out comes back he's like i didn't puke i just had to go pee and i was like okay and then 10 minutes later he abruptly gets up again and i'm like where are you going he's like i need to go for a walk so this kid walks into the forest so far out (laughs) that he gets lost in the forest so he's like goes throws up and he thinks like oh i have to go so far because i don't want people to hear me throwing up oh yeah that's so embarrassing on like my girlfriend's family thing yeah I heard everything. Oh, so yeah. he, he wasn't that far Sound probably, carries. but like it carries through the trees. Yeah. So I could hear him and then he doesn't come back for a long time. And I guess like he got turned long? around in the forest, like maybe 10 minutes. Okay. But like okay. I mean, yeah. it seems like What a are you time. doing out there? Yeah. yeah. And apparently he got turned around and didn't know how to get back. So he was wandering through the forest in the middle of the night. <laughs> so did he have a flashlight? Uh, I think he did, but he okay. was just so out of it that he okay. didn't know what was going on. And I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> Couldn't spot the tent. So finally he comes back to bed. And then at this point, he comes back in and he's like, oh, your brother's sleeping in the car. And I was like, really? Uh And my dad snores. So I was like, it could be that. Or there was also this other campsite beside ours. And there was a bunch of young dudes and they were all like being really loud and obnoxious. Mm -hmm. So I was like, maybe he was trying to like drown out that. Yeah. And then um, my dad and mom both get up also to go to the bathroom at that time. Just because like, it's just a lot of commotion. Yeah. And 
my dad is like stumbling around, like almost <laughs> blows into their tent and like destroys it. <laughs> and when he gets out to go to the bathroom, their dog, my parents' dog, gets yeah. out of the tent and like runs off into the night. And oh, I hear God. my mom being like, oh no, Kelty. And I was like, oh fuck. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go out and help because yeah. like, my mom is cannot good do this alone. And my dad is not in any state <laughs> to, to help. help yeah. So I go out get the dog we come back and my dad's just like what's going on (laughs) you're like you you're going go to bed like so annoyed and then my mom decides that she's also going to sleep in their vehicle because she also is having a tough (laughs) time with these guys yelling and stuff like that yeah so everyone goes to bed and i wake up at four in the morning yeah to hear a crying dog and Uh i'm like what the hell yeah i look over lilo is sound asleep in her bed and i'm like what's going on yeah so then i open the tent door and my parents dog was just out alone in the night (laughs) just wandering alone and she's the kind of dog that will run away like if she's not supervised yeah so she's like thank god that she found her way back to our site and didn't just like oh my god turn oh my god that makes me sick i know and she was like so scared and like crying and so i like bring her into our tent Mm -hmm. and in the morning we ended up finding out that my dad had gotten up because he realized he was alone in the tent and like (laughs) didn't know where my mom and brother was so he like got out to go like see where they were and just like let the dog out and didn't realize and she just ran away so it was a whole debacle so everyone was like so tired we'd like got barely any sleep we were up like all night yeah whatever and so then the next day we're like just trying to have a good day like have our breakfast we play some games around the campsite whatever having a good day yeah and we find this like spooky voodoo doll thing hanging <laughs> in our this is like a side note it doesn't really have anything to do with the no, story but, it does. but there was this terrifying like wooden carving of this like scary face that was like crying blood Ew. and it was hanging in our campsite in That's a tree disgusting. above like our tent and i was like we're cursed like yeah what the fuck is this r.i.p the scariest thing i've ever seen oh my god and everyone was like disturbed yeah and um, rightly so we were like, should we t- cut it down? And then my uncle's like, don't touch it. Like, yeah. you don't want to mess with that. And I was yeah. like, true, true. Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> day commences. We have some delicious dinner, whatever. Then we are sitting around the fire and my cousin wants to go in the trailer and play toys. So him and my auntie and my mom go in the trailer. So we're sitting around and my uncle decides to go to the bathroom. So he leaves. So it's me, my dad and Sean sitting around the fire. And all of a sudden we see two cars come into the campsite loop and there's like some lights and stuff and flashlights and we don't really know what's going on. And then Sean's like, oh, that's the police. <laughs> and we're like, what the heck? Under the police. We're like, it's not like the park rangers. It was like legitimate like RCMP, like police. And we're like, yeah. what? And there was two cars. We're yeah. like, that's weird. And at first, my first thought was like someone maybe had complained about those loud dudes, but they yeah. weren't being loud at that time. So I was like, that's weird that like, and it wouldn't be the police. Like you'd yeah. be like park rangers, right? Yeah. So we're kind of confused. And Sean's like, I'm going to go see what's going on. Like I'm going to go ask Classic. them. So he gets up and goes and one of the guys is like kind of over where our campsite is. So he goes over to the road and he asks the guy like what's going on. Yeah. And they're kind of chatting. And then I guess my uncle had come out of the outhouse at that point And the yeah. other cop like shined the flashlight on him like all menacingly. And he was like, what the heck? <laughs> and then my dad I'm gets innocent. up and goes out. So then all the dudes are talking to these cops out in the road. And I'm yeah. like sitting there with the dog like what's going on? Yeah. So then I guess what happened was there was some female who was attacked by yeah. a man. And the man ran away and they didn't know where he was yeah so they said the man was like tall and he had a hoodie and he was bald and had a beard <laughs> every and dad they and were like <laughs> searching in the bushes yeah exactly like everyone at a campsite yeah and they were like have you seen anything like blah 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 and it was funny because earlier on in the evening mm-hmm. we were sitting around the fire and we had music playing and my uncle heard we kind of heard something yeah. my uncle was like turn the music down and we like turn it down and then we like didn't hear anything and then he was like did you guys hear that and sean's like yeah i heard something and my <laughs> uncle was like oh it almost sounded like someone was yelling help oh god oh but god we were like oh whatever it could be some kids playing like you you never know yeah so 
we were like whoa that's scary and so the cops were just like asking all these questions like they were asking the guys like oh are there any females with you and they were like yeah three yeah and like where are they right now like mm-hmm. being so like questioning and they yeah. were just like uh like in the campsite like what the heck and these cops you guys had bulletproof vests on and full like semi-automatic rifles like giant ass guns like oh i've never God. seen like a real life gun like that big before that's so it was crazy. terrifying and oh. they were like out like it wasn't like in a holster it was like they had them in their hand that's so and their flashlights and then later on we saw cops with dogs like big scary oh. dogs so that was like really crazy so then yeah. we say like we didn't know anything we didn't see anything whatever and then they left and we saw um a bunch of cars like leaving the campground from uh-huh. the kind of area like down the street from where we were yeah we were like what the hell and we kept seeing like more cop cars and just like commotion and we we're like i wonder if like they're making people leave the yeah. area where things happen like we didn't really know what was going on but we're like okay whatever continue on with our night mm-hmm. and then everyone's a little bit on edge i feel like yeah least, like, rightly so were, the guys weren't really um but me and my mom were a little <laughs> bit like on edge and we were like trying to like be cool so we don't want my cousin to get like spooked or yeah he's only nine and so we all like go to the bathroom together as a group just in case no and, like, the guys go and check like all the tents and the vehicles like just to be sure yeah and so then we go to bed that night and i i was kind of like spooked so i made sean he had like a knife beside like his sleeping bag yeah and in the night when we had to go let the dog out he went instead of me because i was like too afraid to go out by myself and he took bear spare him just in case yeah and um so that happened and then i think it's about like two in the morning or so and there's freaking helicopters <laughs> hovering right above our campsite you guys like, so loud for about like an hour hour and a half at least that's so crazy These helicopters are like circling the area like searching for this guy oh my god and it was so loud we got like barely any sleep and we're like oh my god and then finally around like 3 3 30 i would say yeah i woke up again and i heard like people talking and i was like what the hell yeah and it i first i thought maybe it was those guys from that campsite that were being loud and then i realized after it was the cops and they come into our campsite and they wake us up in our tents yeah and they're like hi folks like we just wanted to what uh, if somebody didn't wake up i don't like know. you shake their tent yeah i don't know hmm. but we were just like hello yeah and then they were like uh we don't know if you're aware of like the situation that happened earlier but there was uh an incident involving a female that got attacked by a man and that man has still not been located Ugh. and they were like he is armed with a knife and he's also a registered child sex offender Ugh. so i don't know if you have kids with you but we just wanted to make you aware um he's like some people are leaving so if you do want to leave like you have the option but if yeah. you want to stay we're not like forcing people to leave yeah and we're like it's 3 30 in the morning like we're not going to leave at this point in time yeah so we're just like okay thanks and like they leave and they were literally going to every single campsite oh knocking God. on every trailer you you know, gotta asking safe, everyone yeah. in the tents like telling everybody so like yeah. this like they meant business like yeah. they had guns they had dogs they That's did scary. not this was not just like a small little incident like yeah. this was like something huh. so then everyone wakes up in the morning and we're all like what the hell happened last night like, <laughs> yeah. what actually in the world like uh, so weird and we're like is he out here still like right? is he in the bushes right, right now like who knows well i just think it's so crazy because like to be honest i was really thinking about this because that's like for somebody of that nature the perfect spot for the crime because even if they use like i was thinking about like in the helicopters they probably use those like infrared infrared right but then like you would not be able to know because there's so many people everywhere exactly right or like you could just hide in somebody's site or like you could say oh it's a yeah and a big treat area with so many different camping spots like you could rent a tent and like hide in your tent. I don't know. Exactly. Or even what? so, like my dad brought up the fact because the next day the guys were kind of talking about it, about how it would be kind of a rush to be a cop mm, in that mm-hmm. situation because they probably like small town like Alberta, like, they probably don't yeah. really get a ton of like crazy stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And 
Sean was like, I don't know, it'd be kind of fun, like, going through the forest with your gun, like, yeah. for, like, this guy on the loose, like, with your yeah. dogs and stuff. And my dad was like, yeah, until you have to go around to all these tents and, like, what if the guy was hiding in someone's mm-hmm. tent with, like, a gun, like, mm-hmm. waiting for you to come around. Right? And then you go in there and he's just, like, attacks you. Yeah. Like, scary. I was really thinking about it, too. Like, yeah, what if he was hiding in somebody's tent or, like, hiding behind somebody's tent or yeah. something? Oh, that gives me the heebie-jeebies. I know. I also just hate that, like, no one knows the outcome exactly like we looked on the news to try and figure out like if there was any conclusion to the story like yeah. was he found or like what happened but we couldn't find anything Ugh. and we still don't even know we know the victim had to get like airlifted to a hospital like that's so must how have badly been critical. injured that she was but then we were kind of thinking like maybe she was like a minor and that's why they were taking it like i know it would be serious regardless yeah but, like if it was like let's say like a 15 year old girl or something mm-hmm. like that obviously is way more serious because it's a crime on a minor, yeah. right? So maybe hmm. it upped the stakes. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure. And we're also like, did he know the person that he attacked? Yeah. Or was it a random thing? That's so like, scary. Like, we don't know. He random attacks say. scare me. Exactly. So that's what made it even scarier is that we didn't know. And even like the cop apparently didn't even tell my aunt and uncle that it was a knife. They just said he was armed. So oh then God. in the morning, my uncle was like, like, does he have a gun? And I was like, yeah. oh no, like they told us it was a knife. And he was like, oh, okay. He's like, I was kind of like freaked out because like a gun, you have nothing to yeah, yeah, yeah. yourself. Yeah. At least a knife. Like he's like, you could fight back a little yeah. bit. Like, bear spray him in the eyes. I yeah. don't know. So that's that was really my scary. wild tale of yeah. Long Lake, Alberta. <laughs> that's so crazy, Lex, because I feel like that's like um, something that you see on like a movie or I don't know. It's just, or like, yeah, you're on a podcast, you yeah, know? exactly. It was like unreal. Like yeah. at the time we were just like, what the hell? But then looking back, I'm like, Th- that happened? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Do you feel tainted? Like jaded? Are you spooked about somebody coming um, to get you still? Or are you I don't know. Over? I guess I'll have to see next time. I mean, I'm, I'm not planning to go camping again now yeah. until next year, next summer. But oh. I think... I never ever was afraid camping. Like I never was afraid to oh, get up no, in the middle of the so night safe. by myself and I go know. pee. Um, nothing ever really scared me. And so then after that, I was like, "Ooh, I never had this feeling of feeling like unsafe yeah. or uneasy in a campground." Yeah. So I guess we'll see if I ever if it carries over next yeah. year. But hmm. yeah, that's really crazy. No, I I love that story. I tell it to everybody. I get like so fire, fired <laughs> up. I'm like, you won't even believe this. <laughs> well, I'm glad that it's a good tale yeah. for for everyone. You can tell your friends, everybody. Okay. Um. Okay. So this is kind of something. This was like, this is a side note of something I want to talk about, but this came up today. Actually, I was scrolling the gram Mm -hmm. and I've actually been like following this story a little bit for two weeks now. Okay. So what happened basically? So I, this is so random, but I followed this girl on Instagram and she was posting Instagram stories, basically like calling out somebody in, in the Edmonton area about, so basically nine girls have come forward saying this guy raped them in Edmonton in Edmonton and so then I was like and then I saw like she's I I, kudos to this girl because she has no like she is wanting justice Mm -hmm. and so basically I think she tagged the account of the guy because he's a very fairly well-known guy in Edmonton and like I went to school at university with both of these two guys and so I was just like oh and so I've been like digging a little deeper into it following the stories and so she made a interesting post today about how the one guy was a photographer and the other guy is a friend. And so this guy was had a lot of friends at I went to McEwen, so it was like a lot of people and yeah. he worked at a bar that like a lot of girls would go to. So and he was just like I feel like every girl knows this guy and like he slides into your DMs like makes it makes you feel like you're like cool you know you're just like ooh, he's talking to me cool like Uh kind of situation and so he was sharing all these uh dms and messages today about 
girls and guys uh, messaging him being like, I don't really know you that well, but I just don't think you're a rapist. Like, I just don't really think so. You don't give me that vibe. Like, kind of just like saying these things. And this girl, I don't think he raped her, but she has, she open is open that she has been abused in the past. And she was, she made the best point ever. And I like live for this. And I just wanted to talk about it because she said, as if when a guy doesn't look like a rapist or look oh you look like a nice guy so he can't be a rapist you're just like denying all these girls stories by basically being like it was like 25 people messaging him and a lot of these messages yeah we're saying like one girl said i would love to meet you one day what the hell yes and like i'm not even kidding because i saw he screenshotted these conversations like to show that like he i'm a nice guy i'm a nice guy i'm a and because he's a good looking guy and like a lot of people know him and like i just hate that because she compared it to ted bundy and she was like he's charming he's charming so good looking there's no way like and and it's so true how like if you don't fit that um box of a creepy yeah, like, like if he wasn't traditionally seen as like attractive or hot then like people would be like oh my god creep. yeah and it makes me sad because like obviously i don't know i don't there's not been facts right it's all yeah, it's nobody all knows what's going, going on behind on right closed now, doors yeah. but to like just diss all these women's nine opinions, women's stories yeah. of that they have, have they come out this yeah That's isn't that crazy I don't understand about situations like this because i'm like what did girls gain like there's literally yeah. no reasoning behind anyone lying about a situation uh, right like that. to have the balls to like come forward to like and and she even made a good point she's like so many girls don't come forward because they just don't want this negative attention people of, are gonna be like you're lying exactly or yeah. being like or like you're getting bombarded with or, yeah they're like hate <clears throat> comments and yeah hate dms and and seeing uh other girls be like you don't look like the type of guy that would do that and like just being like but he fucking did that yeah. you know must so, be so sick isn't that crazy yeah. i don't know that was just something that wow edmonton t yeah. i didn't know any of this if yeah i i'm like i need to get to the bottom of this apparently they're gonna have a like um a hearing yeah so to go about that but okay going on to a little bit of a lighter topic now lex yes okay i just feel like i'm in a woman empowerment phase right now what do we think about actually no what would be your advice to girls in a relationship who are worried they're settling or maybe unhappy i just feel like i've seen this and it's it makes me a bit sad because it's almost like we're at the point in our lives where yeah the the tables are turning. Yeah. People are like wanting to take the next step uh-huh. be, who are in maybe good relationships, yeah. but then there are some maybe not so good relationships. And I feel like girls are kind of like, yeah, do well, I it's just funny because Sean and I were talking about this, but in the sense of like a job, cause we were having a conversation about when you, if you were to leave your job, it's always scary because you're starting over yeah. from scratch again. Mm. If you get a new job, you're at the bottom of the barrel again. Yeah. You have to work your way up at a new company or whatever totally. it is. And he's like, it's like a relationship. Mm-hmm. And at first I was like, what are you trying to say? <laughs> but, um, is that the reason why you're with me? Because you don't want to start over? No. But um, we were talking and I'm like, it's true though, because like with a relationship, I think the scariest part is you don't want to leave the relationship because you're like, what if I can't yeah. find somebody else? Like yeah. what if there's nothing better? True. And I think that's like the biggest fear that stops girls from getting out of like toxic relationships yeah. or relationships that like they know deep down is not they, the right fit for them. Totally. They know there's things that are not right and they know that there probably could be better relationships out there, but they're just too afraid because like the what if totally. they don't find that, right? No, and I they agree. Miss their chance, and it's scary because I think, especially right now, 
a lot of us are looking at all of our peers and our friends and it's we're hard. like, okay, she just got engaged. Like mm-hmm. she's got a baby. Like these people are like just bought a house together yeah. and you're seeing all these other relationships and you're like, okay, well I don't want to like st- break up with my boyfriend because then I'm going to be like single and none of my friends are single yeah. and like I'm going to be so far behind everybody else that mm-hmm. like I'm not going to even like get married or have kids for like 10 more years like yeah. that's so far away like I don't want to risk you know being not in the same place as everybody else mm-hmm. type thing yeah so I think it's definitely really hard mm-hmm. I feel like you know you have a gut feeling like you really do know really if it's do. right or not right or if if you're going to get the life you want out of this or not yeah. like I think one thing to like think about would like how would you feel like marrying this person? Like really think mm-hmm. about it. Like, okay, I'm getting married to this person tomorrow. Like yeah. what are my emotions? Am I scared? Am mm-hmm. I like nervous? Am I excited? Am I happy? Like think about how you'd feel because I think that it's such a telltale sign mm-hmm. as far as, yeah, what, you know what I mean? No, I agree. I feel like if you have that anxiety, I feel like I felt this with my ex where it's almost like this anxiety of being like, is he gonna? is it gonna be okay in 25 years? Like, like yeah. unknowing and being like, am I going to be, is it going to be fine? Am I going to get to do this stuff in life? But exactly. whereas like now I'm just like, I have no fear now in yeah. that sense. I'm more fearful of like the work side of like, am I going to be happy yeah. in work? But and you're not of- like, oh my God, like what if we get married and then we get a divorce? Like you're not thinking no. that. You don't have those doubts. No, I don't. And I just feel like it's like something that's so, it's so hard because it's such a personal thing because no one can tell you, like you have to make that decision on your own. Whereas like you can go to your friends and be like, hey, this dress or this dress. You can't just be like, like obviously your friends are going to help guide you, but at the end of the day, you have to make the decision to yeah, be with that person for totally. maybe 89 years of your life. Yeah. Like, It's in a the, decision you in, have to make. Yeah. And I've been in a situation where I've had friends who are fishing for you to say like, you need to break up with him. Yeah. And you can only say so much without outright saying you need to break up with him. Cause yeah. you don't, you can't, it's not really your place to say that as a friend. No, no. So you're kind of trying to be like, yeah. well, like let's look at the facts here, but yeah. outright saying it. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, girl, like you have to be the one to finally realize this on your own and like yeah. say it to yourself, not have someone else say it to you. Yes. And I think another good tip for anyone out there who maybe is having some doubts on their relationship is talk about it with your freaking partner and if you don't feel comfortable enough to bring up the issues yeah. that you're that you're feeling mm-hmm. and the doubts and the things that you're scared of if you don't have the relationship with them to be able to talk about that yeah. then I don't think that that's the right person for you because yeah and there's issues in me and Sean's relationship I tell him I'm mm-hmm. like look like this is something that's really bothering me like we need to talk about this like I don't want this to become a thing I don't yeah. want us to get to this point like yeah let's try and work on this let's build on this it's all about communication (laughs) that's life communication is key yeah but you know what i mean like i think Mm -hmm. that's a huge telltale sign if you're like okay no i can't bring this up because he's gonna get so mad at me or want to break up with me like clearly then it's not a good relationship and there's something wrong no i agree i think even in because i do this a lot with gerald and i'm just like are you still gonna like me in 45 years like or like you know you kind of just have that conversation of being like are we gonna be like this are we gonna be okay yeah and like I just, I don't know, we'll have a good conversation about it, but deep down, like, I can just tell, and I know, like, maybe not everybody just knows, like, I feel like that's so cliche, but I do definitely really notice that just because we're 25 right now, you have to think of the long game here, because just because you feel like that right now, you feel like, I should just do it, like, it'll fix everything, Mm -hmm. like, like, let's get engaged, because everybody else is doing it, like, in, in 10 years from now, you'll be 35, and maybe, like, like that's not this, what you want this era of life goes like we up and then down and then it normals out like yeah it's just a phase right now of everybody getting engaged everybody mm-hmm. doing this and that and this it's you have to not do what's like, right for you not exactly. just because other people are doing it and that's a huge thing yeah and i, I think just, the other thing too is just to remember that 
the person that you're going to be with should be somebody that you can grow and work together with Mm -hmm. like it's going to be ups and downs and like you're going to change as people but you're going to change like together and grow together Mm -hmm. and if it's somebody who's not willing to grow and change with you then I think you kind of have to like make that realization. Yeah. I also think you have to sit down and think of, okay, in my life, I plan to A, travel, B, do this, C, do this. Mm -hmm. Is this person going to do that stuff with me? Or am I going to- I think it is important. It's it's huge. What are your main goals in life? What are their main goals in life? Like you got to make sure that matches up. Well, it's like you're not just committing to like a- like partner that you're you know gonna sleep beside every night like it has to be somebody who's gonna be your best friend who is gonna do these things with you because then it's like if you're not gonna add to my life why are you in my life exactly you know that's so important because you don't ever want to give up or compromise anything that you want so like for example if you're with a guy and he's like oh i don't want kids and you're like, oh i kind of want kids but like i guess i won't have kids because of that like you shouldn't never give up that because somebody else wants to unless you also are both like I don't want kids either yeah then fine yeah but that's like a huge decision or if like for example your dream is to move to Hawaii and that's what you've always wanted and he's like no I'm never leaving our town like I've never I want to live here for the rest of my life yeah don't just compromise because that's what he wants to do exactly like I think you both need to kind of be on the same page when it comes Mm -hmm. to those big life decisions yeah and I guess if I don't know. It's a tough one because fair enough, if that relationship means more to you than that dream to do something, then fine. But yeah. I guess you have to be okay with accepting like, okay, that's just it's not how my life's going to go because of this. With that, mm-hmm. I always pictured myself moving away from Edmonton when I yeah. graduated university. And I always had that in my mind. And then I met yeah. Sean and like, I kind of realized that what I wanted actually changed because yeah. I met him. I'm like, actually, no, I think I want to settle down. I have all my friends here. Like I want to be able to be close to my family. I want to yeah. be able to continue building relationships with my friends. Like <laughs> Jesus Lilo. Um, so I think it just, it changed. Your priority changed. It, my priorities mm-hmm. changed and it wasn't yeah. that I was giving up on that dream. It was like, Oh, I actually don't want that. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And I just think like, we feel that our time is endless. Like we have so much time to do all these things, yeah. but I, I mean, I'm just trying to go off what everybody tells me in life. Like everybody's like, it goes so fast, goes in a blink of an eye. And it's just like, it's true. I'm like 25 and, and I look back at the past 25 years and I've gotten to do so much. And I just think going forward, like it's going to go quick. And I just don't want to commit to somebody who, I don't know who would hold you back from that stuff because the yeah. last thing you want is regret Yeah, and you don't want to. And I just feel like, I'm not going to say any names or anybody. There's a couple that I know that I can see that they've, they've made it through life. Not my parents, don't worry. They've made it through life. And I don't know, maybe she wanted some things out of life that she just didn't push to get. And, and I, at the ripe age of maybe 80, she's still just not a happy camper about it. So it's just, it doesn't just go away. Like you're not going to just be like, oh, well, we'll get married and like everything will work out. out. Like you're still going to want those things that you wanted. So I just feel like that's something I've been thinking a lot about lately. But yeah, I would just say communication with your partner and also honesty with yourself are the two biggest things. Do you want to know a morbid thought? What? Um, I was talking to my mom about this. This is actually fucked. So I'm sorry to all you guys who are listening and and like, maybe you'll be like, I hate Haley now, but listen to this. When you, when a couple is getting married, you're literally, and you buy them a gift, you're investing in that marriage. (laughs) <laughs> you're like literally Whoa. i was like to getting i was in a bitchy mood okay and then i was like to my mom and i'm just like what if i don't want to invest in that marriage what if somebody i know is getting married and, and i just don't, don't agree in that marriage 
why do I have to buy them a gift? I don't like, what if they get a divorce? Then my money was a waste. It was a waste of an investment. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. I'm so bad. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Now I can't get that thought out of my head. It's true though. <laughs> Lilo is as wild. She's like halfway She's through the railing of the deck and like, I don't know what her plan is. <laughs> She's like, do I jump? She's got one foot out the ledge, one foot in. Her head is out. She on X Games mode. Anyways, that kind of took a turn, but yeah, wow. just a thought I had the other day. My mom was like, "I raised Satan." <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Yeah, heartless bitch. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. It was a wild ride, hey? Yeah, it was kind of all over the place, yeah. but we just kind of wanted a fun girl chat. chat. Yeah, <laughs> I needed you guys to hear that story. That was the craziest story ever. So, I love it. Anyways, right. well, well, oh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>